With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. On your side. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, fourteen sixty kicks and 106.3 FM here until just before noon, bottom of the hour. Uh, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, fresh off a victory, the team that he calls uh, over the uh, football team. They now head to Tennessee. Derek and Henry and company await uh, the Chiefs this coming weekend. Cappy momentarily looking forward to catching up with him, mm-hmm. picking his brain. He's a baseball guy. A basketball guy, football uh, guy, uh, here he is. He likes hockey guy. I'm going to ask him about the robo umps. Robo umps. Do you think I'm, he wants it? He's an old schooler. He's old school. I'm getting closer and closer. <laughs> Maybe just better umpires. Would that be something that uh, we could get? You know, I think it must be too much to ask for, Trent, because yeah. if there were, they would be there, is my opinion. Let's see if Cappy's ready as we head to Chicago, ESPN 1000, NBC Sports Chicago. Are you there, Cap? Okay, my man. Good to talk to you, brother. So, uh, obviously, the umpire has been a big talker, I'm sure, on your shows. It was to uh, the beginning of our show here today. Uh, they're bad for both teams. It just didn't go one way, although the call, it, uh, or the non-call, I guess, for Evaldi, uh not getting that strike call. It's clearly a huge moment in the ninth inning. Cap, um, throughout the season, I bitch and I moan about the, the K zone, etc. It's time to go to robo I would miss them if they went away. Where are you? So I've always been anti-robo-ump, always. Never, ever am I signing up for robo-umps. And then I see the Jeff Passan tweet this morning when I wake up. Like, I knew what happened in the games and all that, and I knew there were some bad... To the degree that it happened, I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. We missed how many ball strike calls? 23? Mm-hmm. That cannot happen you're playing for probably the hardest trophy to win because the fewest teams get in i know everyone thinks it's the stanley cup because of the i get all of that how many teams get in 16 in hockey 16 in nba a whole bunch in nfl very few compared make it into baseball and you're going to screw a team by not doing your job to the best of your ability and you're supposed to be the best umpires in the sport. That's how you got postseason assignment. Again, I'm not a robo-ump guy, but I understand more than ever this morning the people that are, and I guess I wouldn't fight it as hard as I once would. Cap, as we're starting in baseball here, the offseason getting closer and closer, free agency and the like, Cubs, White Sox. What, what's the buzz like there, spending-wise, what both these teams are anticipated, at least right now, to do as we look forward to the postseason? Yeah, people are not really talking 
baseball here. They're not. Sox fans are still kicked off. <laughs> Cubs fans are like, yeah, whatever. Uh, we stink. Show me you're going to spend money and you're going to demand the highest ticket prices or mm. top three in the sport. Jeez. Show me you're going to spend money and fix my team. And so Tom Ricketts put this letter out. We have the resources and we will use them. We'll spend. We'll do thoughtful spending. What does that mean? Thoughtful spending. Mm. Does that mean, hey man, at all costs, we're trying to turn this thing around ASAP or well, we're not going to sign Carlos Correa. We're not going to give, you know, that guy a $180 million contract. But we'll sign some guys for you so we're competitive. I don't know what that means, so I guess I'll reserve judgment and wait and see. I know they want to turn it around faster than they did before. On the White Sox side, they know they have a great team coming back. They're going to be the decided favorite to win their division. They just have to make a few tweaks. And they got to be better fundamentally. And Tony talked about that in his last news conference. So, I really, really think right now everyone's so focused on the Bears and Justin Fields and Matt Nagy should get fired. So the baseball talk is more about bad umpires, maybe a little playoffs, but you can't imagine if I throw out the phone, Bulls are starting tonight. Mm -hmm. Few calls, Blackhawks suck. No calls. Baseball, eh, a little bit. Bears, every line. Yeah. Every day, yeah. That's the way it is, and we'll get to that in a sec. Just one more. Uh, Larusa just turned seventy-seven. I think I saw a cap. How many more years do you think he wants to 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 uh, to manage? He made a three-year commitment to Jerry Reinsdorf when he took the job. Okay. Now, if they were to win it next year, could I see him walking away? I guess. I, you know, he. I don't think he's. A guy who does a lot in terms of his family, his kids are grown. You, I, I, I can't believe at age almost eighty he's going to want to still be doing this. But mm-hmm. it's in his blood, you know. I mean, I, you told me at age eighty I'm still getting up at three forty-five <laughs> in the morning going to do morning drive. I'd be like, okay, where did I go wrong? Because you only get one bite at the apple. Right. But I do love what I do. And could I see at age 80, if the good Lord blesses me to have good health and be alive then, that I'm still doing a podcast or doing something? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously it burns in him because that's an all-consuming job. Let's get into football. The Bears fall again to the Packers. And here we go again. Aaron Rodgers, he said it, and I didn't have a response. Yes, well, in fact, I wish Aaron Rodgers owned the team as opposed to the McCaskies. But here we are. Aaron Rodgers owns it. Did you have a response for that one, or you just have to throw your hands up and say, he's right? He does own us. Look, he's likable. Last week he talked about growing up in California where they had very few cable channels, and one of them was WGN. He goes, so I would come over from school, and I watched the Cubs, and I became a fan of the Cubs. Hmm. And he goes, my favorite basketball team was the Bulls throughout the 90s. So I got to watch a lot of games on WGN TV. He goes, I respect that city. I respect their fans. They may not like me very much, and that's fine. I get it. Maybe they'll feel more kindly about me when I'm gone. So I don't really have a problem with it. I don't. Uh, what? Here's my biggest problem, and I've said this on the air. I talked to two former Bears this morning about this. They heard me say it, and they completely agree. Okay, late in the first half, they cheap shot Justin Fields with a hit to the head. And there's a flag on Mustafer for holding. It was a bad call. It was not a hold. But whatever. They, uh, they're going to miss calls. 
So it's a 15-yard unnecessary roughness hit to the head of the quarterback, and it offsets with a holding penalty. So, you know, Justin's drilled. I'm sure it affected him a little bit. He had been on a roll early in that game, and the Packers, to their credit, hey, man, hit that guy. How come nobody from our team went over as soon as that guy did that and blasted him? 15 yards. Okay, whatever. Late in the first half, send a freaking message. You're not going to push us around anymore, and you're not going to cheap shot and hit our young rookie quarterback. Take that. Hmm. Not one guy did that. Why? Fair question. Cap, you know, let me let me piggyback off the Aaron Rodgers. Who's the biggest villain uh, that, that, uh, that comes into the city, regardless of sport? Who's the biggest villain, Cap, that, you know, the, one of the Chicago teams faces during the regular season? In any sport? Any sport. Football. Any sport. Anyone. You want to do the, you know, villain, a, a cardinal that comes to town, somebody to take on the Bulls over the years, the Black. Who would the biggest villain be? Uh, Well, I mean, if we go back in time, it was Isaiah and the Pistons. Okay, yeah. Rodman before he became a Bull. Yeah. You know, cheap shotting Scottie Pippen into the basket standard. Uh, give the Pistons credit, man. Until the Bulls finally manned up and found a way to beat them, they got physical with us and our guys didn't respond. And so finally they did and they pushed past it and they won six titles. Lane Beer, mm-hmm. Isaiah, yep. Rodman, those dudes. And then Albert Pujols, if you're a Cub fan, I mean, that guy killed us. Hmm. So Pujols would be one of them. Um, Let's see, who else? Um, like, the Red Wings as a team were the Hawks' arch rivals. In the late 90s? Went east. Yeah. Yes, and then the Red Wings finally moved out of the west and went east, and so it was different. Um, but there wasn't one guy on that team. Maybe Bob Probert, and then he eventually became a Hawk right. later in his short life. Uh, so maybe, but it would probably have to be Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, those dudes were brutal to deal with. It's uh, not been fun over the last quarter century watching those two guys at the quarterback position for the Bears fans. So they sit there at 500. Maybe, what, best case scenario, they sneak in the back door as a seven seed as they were last year. But it's ultimately about development. It's about getting Justin Fields the right way going forward and building his confidence into becoming a big-time NFL quarterback. Is Matt Nagy and Bill Lazor, are those the right guys? Is that what we're looking to prove here over the final 11 games? Um, I think what we're looking – first of all, they still think they can make the playoff. They do. Um, if they get past this Buck game, they're not going to win it. Let's assume they are healthy enough to get past it. You're telling me they can't beat the 49ers here? I'm not telling you they will. Mm-hmm. They certainly can. Mm-hmm. They got another bite at Detroit. So there's three wins right now. They can't beat the Niners, that's four. They can't beat the Lions again, that's five. They can't beat Minnesota, that's a minimum of one more, you would think. That's six. Uh, I'd have to look at the rest of the schedule. If you're telling me you can't squeeze eight or nine wins out of this team, so they still think they can win ten games and be a playoff team. We'll find out. But at the end of the year, I think I've said this to you guys before, at the end of the year, you have to be able to look at number one, Justin Fields, yep. and go, that's our guy. That dude is the right guy. We finally have figured out quarterback, and that guy 
is our franchise guy going forward. And it looks like Matt did a really good job developing him with his staff. If you could say all that, then I think people would be like, yeah, all right, he's not a great coach, but <laughs> it's working, bring him back. But if this team goes 5-12 and 12 and Justin doesn't look like he's developed, Matt's got zero chance of keeping his gig. Hmm. Uh, your uh, your football after show cap uh, gained a little notoriety. I mean, it's a good show. You got some great uh, co-hosts on there with you. Very informative guys that have played the game. Uh, but you created a little buzz, or, or Lance Briggs did. Apparently, you got under Eddie Jackson's skin. What happened there, Cap? So I, it's an amazing opportunity for a guy like me who's been around covering the Bears for you know thirty years, but I didn't play in the NFL play division three football it's not the same and when you get to sit in a conference room from 11 30 in the morning until that game goes final and then we go on the air for an hour and a half and i'm there with direct we all have our same seats directly across from me is olin Cruz, 14 Cappy. and the guy to my left is a seven-time pro bowler and a multi-time All-Pro, Lance Briggs, who's the second-leading tackler in Bears history. And I get to hear these guys unfiltered with their perspective, and they get Erlacher on the phone and put him on the speaker, or Peanut Tillman. It's amazing. And so Lance, he didn't take a personal shot. He simply, we, we can't run the highlights because we're not the Bears' uh, official channel but we've got the best show with the best guys, and so the ratings bear that out. So Lance simply says, Eddie, you can't miss that tackle on Devontae Adams. You're the safety. You're the last line of defense, young man. And even if you get a penalty by any means necessary, you must get that guy on the ground. Otherwise, it's a touchdown. That's all he said. He didn't personally attack him. He didn't call him a loser. Nothing. That's all he said. And Eddie Jackson, who is, is as soft an athlete as I've covered in this town in a long time, Eddie Jackson goes and finds some tweet from Pro Football Focus back in 2011 <laughs> that Lance Briggs had the most missed tackles of any linebacker over this three-year span. He also is the second-leading tackler in the history of our franchise, and he's a seven-time Pro Bowler. So... Eddie, it was a bad look. Eddie retweets it with this emoji, like pondering it, and then realizes, oh, God, that probably wasn't smart. He deletes it. Yeah, well, guess what? There were screenshots out there, so people started tweeting it, and Lance finds it humorous. He's going to address it Sunday on our show. It'll be a lot of fun. But this is the same guy, Eddie Jackson. Tom Waddle did the 15 most important bears before the season started. Not the 15 best, the 15 most important bears for the 2021 season. So at, like, number 12, he has Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson got furious, went on social media, was telling people, I'm the 12th best player on the roster. Who's Tom Waddle? Really? (laughs) He made it clear. Here's how he did importance. Justin Fields was number one because his development in this season – is the most important thing for our franchise. But he's not the best player on the team right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Eddie Jackson's soft as Sherman.
<laughs> uh, people not exactly hearing what you say on the air, boy. I've had that plenty of times throughout the years, Cappy. With that, I got a $25 wager that I'm going to make right now. I open up my Circus Sports app, and I'm looking at the Chicago Bulls. They open up with those Pistons tonight, favored by five. But I want to play the win total. It's 44, like the offseason, DeRozan coming in, got Lonzo Ball, of course, with Levine. That backcourt looks stacked up there. 44 the win total, and I'm going to bet on your recommendation right now, Cap, over or under 44 wins. So if they have great health, and I don't mean every team has injuries. I'm not telling you there's going to be no games missed, but they are blessed with a very good, healthy season. There's no reason that they can't win 46, 47, 48. A couple injuries, like that number I feel like is a really, really challenging number. I think it's a really good team. I do. But, you know, Lonzo Ball missed 18 games with whatever, or Zach Levine, you got some issues there. So I think it's a very close number, but I do think it's a better team than 44 wins. Playoff team, Cap? Yes. I'll, I'll promise you they're a playoff team. In fact, have you ever been to the Wiener Circle in Chicago, the hot dog place where they <laughs> yell at you? Mm-hmm. So it's right near... Not far from Wrigley. It's in Lincoln Park, just south of Wrigley Field, maybe five, six, seven minutes. So when you walk in there, they give you, like, the business. Like, what do you want? And if you wait too long, they're yelling at you. Nice. It's, a, it's a Chicago thing. It's cool. So they just put out, and they always have, you know, they'll take shots at people on their billboard outside. Well, they just promise that if the Bulls don't make the playoffs, they're giving away hot dogs to the whole city. Uh, one day after the season ends. Uh, an entire day, everything there, uh, hot dogs are free, which is pretty bold because if there's a bunch of injuries, you may be giving away a lot of money. But that's how confident people are here. I think they're like the five seed, bad health, six, seven seed, and I wouldn't be shocked if they're the four seed. I think it's a pretty good thing. Cap, last thing for you. This is basketball-related. I love watching DeSomo play in, in, in college. What kind, of pro, what kind of pro will he be, Cap? He's got to become a more consistent perimeter shooter. He's not a pure point guard. He's a combo guard. Plays really hard. I think he's really excited to be playing for his hometown team. I think he'll be a good player. I don't expect a lot out of him as a rookie, but how many rookies, especially second-round rookies, make a huge impact in their rookie season? But I do think he has a chance to be a pretty darn solid player, and I thought it was a really good draft pick. But again, not a pure point. Got to be better in terms of consistency from the arc. Great stuff, Cap. Thanks for doing this for us, as always. We'll talk to you in a week's time. I look forward to it. See you, buddy. Have a good week. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa. Tell me about the hot dog spot. Oh, yeah, they, they <laughs> holler at you. Hey, stupid, get up here. It's your turn to order, you moron. Yeah. That, that kind of place. You would not do well. So, so, but if you your, your anxiety would be through the roof. Well, if you didn't know before you set foot in the joint. <laughs> well, you, you can tell pretty quickly as you're standing in line that this is the way it's going but to be. But if nobody tips you off and not that's Hey, you tree- stupid Canadian, get going! <laughs> uh, and, and it's pretty good? Oh, it's, it's excellent. If you like a Chicago dog. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind. I mean, hot dogs, there's not a lot of hot dog only spots, right? right Anywhere. Right. <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> Step up your spot. Let's go.
Uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa, they make it possible for us to... And the food's good, though, right? It's good. It's, good. Yes. it's worth the abuse. It is. Centurion Stone of Iowa, they won't do that for you, but they'll make you very pleased that you gave them an opportunity. Centurion Stone of Iowa has Iowa's best selection of stone veneer. If you're looking for manufactured or natural stone to accent or update your exterior or interior project of any size, Centurion Stone of Iowa has a variety of styles, patterns, and colors. You can see what they do at Centurion Stone of iowa.com you can see the products and meet some of the crew at 5525 northeast 22nd street in des moines 5525 northeast 22nd street in des moines they sponsor david kaplan mitch holtis is next but we've got some business to do before that it's time for another thousand dollar handoff Text the keyword WIN to 200-200. Right now, it's your chance to win $1,000. WIN to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Holt us next. WIN to 200-200. 1460-KXNO-106. If you're thinking of incorporating or setting up an Iowa LLC, zoom right past LegalZoom and work with Rush Niggett, a Brick Gentry PC. He's set up an affordable online small business package that helps you decide whether to form a limited liability company LLC or a corporation. With Rush Niggett's help, it's easy to form your new small business. Rush Niggett, a business lawyer with Brick Gentry Law PC. Go to RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your side. Roofing.com. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Family owned since 1970. Kemker's True Value and Rental helps you buy what you want and rent what you need. Get to work on that to-do list with help from Kemker's True Value and Rental. Kemker's has all your hardware needs. Plus, their rental catalog is perfect for do-it-yourselfers. With two Central Iowa locations to better serve you in Grimes and Huxley, make it Kemker's True Value and Rental. Find out what they can do for you at Kemker'sTrueValue.com. That's Kemker's True Value. 100 bets off. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Let's get to our friend Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Papa John sponsors Mitch Holtis' appearances. I'm sure we'll sprinkle a little valley with the Drake Bulldogs, the preseason number one team, the poll that just came out here. Hello, Mitch Holtis. Trent and Ken, how are you? Good, guys. Um, Ken, are you a Seattle Kraken fan now? Are you staying with your beloved Edmonton Oilers? No, I'm, who are you? Winnipeg Jets, baby, born and raised That's in the not Winnipeg Jets. I should have known that. Sorry. That's all right. I've insulted you. I was sorry you're not to be switched f- from the Winnipeg no. Jets to the Seattle Kraken. No, although I almost did last night as they coughed up a lead in the final <laughs> minute. But anyways, um, <laughs> you know what I wanted to ask you, Mitch. I wanted since you just came from uh, from well, Maryland, but the nation's capital. What kind of stadium is FedEx Field? Looks great on TV. Uh, what kind of facility is it? 
I would take any of the big four stadia in Iowa right wow. now for that place. It, it's the, uh, it's, it looks good. It's the house on the, uh, remember the movie Money Pit with, yeah. uh, like Shelley Long. This is an old movie. It looks good on the outside. And then, oh my gosh, it's a disaster on the inside. Mm. That place is, was built, what, 25 years after Arrowhead and is Jeez. 25 years worse. Mm. It, uh, Brutal place to do a game. Nobody wants to hear about how awful it is to do a game there, but seriously, it's, you might as well put a blanket over my head and try to do it. It was, it's a rough place. It's just, it's, you know, it's just, you asked. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I'm glad. Not good ratings here. If we're, if we're, you know, we're given, uh, I'm going to give it a one star, a half star. Wow. Let's put it that way. Well, that's kind of what the social media. That's what social media was giving the team after the first half. Uh, the team that you uh, uh, were. What a difference, though, right, Mitch? I mean, a different a team. Yeah. Um, what what happened in the locker room? Or I mean, they 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 were a different team in the second half. I don't think it happened in the locker room. I think it happened on a single play. Now, two plays, two plays. So the Washington football team is driving with a thirteen to ten lead and. The Chiefs Kingdom is gasping for air and headed for their copay to see what they've got for their, <laughs> you know, psych, meet with psychologists. And then the Chiefs get a third and two stop on a wide receiver screen intended for Andrew, uh, Adam Humphreys. Thornhills in the vicinity makes the play. Then the WFT misses a 42 yard field goal. The first play was the defensive stop. Now you can add the missed field goal, but the next play. The next play from scrimmage ignited the fuse, and it's a innocuous play. It was a check-down throw. The defensive front of Washington is just bearing down on Mahomes. He has nothing to do but throw a check-down. It's Darrell Williams. When you see it and look at it, the computer would say he has a .003 chance of doing anything with it. He makes a one-yard gain into a 13-yard gain, breaks two tackles, jukes a guy. Now it's on its first down when it should have been second and eleven. The whole sideline, what I could see from my vantage point with the blanket over my head, <laughs> the whole sideline just raised up. And it's like one dude can make a play, and now a firestorm started. It led to a 21 to nothing shutout. The best thing about this game, all three phases contributed in that second half. So everybody gets on the plane feeling good mm-hmm. about each other and the other side of the ball, or all three phases, and sometimes that can marinate into a season changer. Back-to-back road games this week. It's a trip to Nashville to take on the Titans, who were impressive, and Derrick Henry's always <laughs> impressive on Monday Night Football. Back-to-back road trips. How difficult that is. Every team goes through it over the course of the season, but what does it involve? Not just getting ready for it, but just kind of the physical, mental toll that you go through going on the road back-to-back weeks in the NFL. Yeah, the Chiefs have had this a lot, it seems like, in recent years. It's just kind of the way the schedule falls. And I would tell you, this is not, look at all the division leaders in the AFC right now. Okay, the Chiefs have played all of them. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to add Arizona in the preseason and Green Bay and Dallas are looming, the only division leader the Chiefs won't play before Thanksgiving is the NFC South, whomever that's going to be. So it has been just a rock-hard schedule, and when you do the back-to-back roads, it just makes it all the tougher. Now, it's made thrice tough, if that's a word, because of Derrick Henry. Now, Ken, I don't know how it was for you and Trent, but I don't know how this was in hockey. But I came from a tradition-rich football program in Smith Center. In middle school, I was a little spindly seventh-grade kid, but there was always the eighth-grader, right, the early maturing eighth-grader. Like, you know, underarm hair, uh, 
just growling, and then you grabbed onto his leg and you held on for dear life going, can somebody help me tackle this guy? But you had to do it every time. That's Derrick Henry. So, Trent, my answer to you is this back-to-back road stint is made tougher by a guy who is breaking records and making NFL history as a 250-pound running back who's the big 8th grader coming at 7th graders. You know, when I watched Monday night, Mitch, I was convinced going into it that Tennessee had no... I can't stop Buffalo. The Tennessee's defense is not good, yet I thought that they played their basic game defensively. I mean, we saw what Henry did, but the defense really, I thought, allowed them to win that football game. Um, was this a, is this yep. a defense that you think, you know, did they... Was this an anomaly? Are they really bad, but they happen to play well, or have they figured something out? <laughs> They wore Buffalo down, uh, and this is what they do, and they're doing the best. And I think that, one, it's the way they built their team, but, two, it's the mentality of Mike Vrabel. I know Mike. He was with us his last two years of playing in his career, and he's a really good dude. But he's a hard-scrabble, old-school, mm-hmm. you know, pound-the-rock kind of guy. But their defense played that way and wore Buffalo down. They wore the Buffalo offensive line down and made life tough for Josh Allen. If you look at this Tennessee team defensively, statistically, they're not real sexy. I mean, they're 26th in the league. They've given up 161 offensive points. They've allowed 24 20-plus plays. There's just nothing they hang their hat on. But when they're playing their best or get big wins, they just wear you down. It's almost like the Derrick Henry effect on offense translates over to defense. Ken, they were also down to their last defensive back. You realize they've just they've lost guys like in droves. Uh, they lost Caleb Farley, their number one draft pick. He's now gone for the year. He was hurt in that game. Uh, they lost Christian Fulton earlier. He was injured. They were down. They had no more DBs to play that game, and yet they pull out the victory just because I think on toughness and physically wore Buffalo down on on both ends. Mitch, we t- talked earlier in this week, salary cap wise, not a whole lot of wiggle room there as it pertains to trades, and though Brett Veach is, of course, a wizard as it pertains to the salary cap, going to be difficult to make that kind of move. Saw they hosted a number of defensive linemen. Anything popping out of that? Any chance of either a veteran coming in or a young guy they like to help out up front? Are you alluding to Whitney Merciless? There you go. Mm. Mm, Bing. Um, Well, now you're asking me to give the Papa John secret sauce that's in Johnston, (laughs) Iowa. That is surrounded by the Iowa National Guard, right? Good luck getting into that to find Donaldson's secret sauce. Why is his Papa John's pizza taste better than anything I've ever had? Okay, uh, you're right, Trent. Again, it's creativity here. Uh, Brett Beach has always told me that he wants to have basically, um, and this sounds, I don't want to be trivial about it, but basically petty cash in the right drawer so that you can make a move during the season. Um not saying it's going to happen, not saying it won't, but yes, to, to say, hey, could there possibly be something? I would tell you yes. I think the pizza sauce is is uh, simmering on the stove. It'd be a big pickup. I think he's got yeah. something left. He's, what, 10 years in the league or thereabouts? Yeah, but he's got enough left. Yeah, I think you so, You watch too. him and, and look at him. He's got, he's got enough left. This could be, uh, when you look at it, like, um, gosh, I mean, the Chiefs have been able to pick up some guys down through the years like this that's really helped them, and that's a place they need it. I mean, they're at the bottom of the league in sacks, um, but it's not just sacks. You've got to get stops, and and uh, hopefully the defense can make a rally. They're getting some guys back, um, and they're changing some things up scheme-wise and personnel-wise, but they've got to have some oomph up front. 
whether that's going to be Frank Clark, Chris Jones, or somebody else, and maybe Whitney Merciless, if they can pull it off. Let's do two minutes on the Valley Media Day today. Drake, preseason number one. I have a yep. feeling we you may see the Nap Center a time or two over the uh, winter months once your football duties get uh, put behind you. I hope so. Drake has been a blip on the screen, right? And I don't mean that negatively. They'll have good years. 08, the magical year of 08, 31 wins and and what they did that year and and Bucky Cox and Emmenecker and all those guys. But then they would fade away uh, and then maybe pop back in and get angry and then fade away. Not with Darren DeVries. Darren DeVries is doing at Drake what Dana Altman did at Creighton in the early years. Now, will it get to the point of challenging in national rankings year after year in Sweet 16s? I'm not going to bet against him. But he has built such an infrastructure now in that program that they can survive losing major transfers, okay? They lost a major piece of their team last year to go to Kansas. And yet, they don't feel like they're going to blink. I think the Valley's going to be good. I think Loyola's going to be good, even though Porter Mosier left to go to Oklahoma. And over time, with Belmont adding the league, you talked about this, Mm -hmm. this league is going to be, everybody wants, you know, it's they just can't stomp it dead. It comes back on them. Well, Drake now gives them a program that could potentially be a top 25 program every year. And I'm not saying that because I'm speaking to the crowd. I'm saying that because of the infrastructure Darren DeVries and the administration at Drake is allowing him to build. That's also been an issue in the past. They come and go on commitment. They're not coming and going anymore. Good AD, uh, good president saying, all right, let's win. Let's do this. You might have a game where they're going to play at Wells Fargo because they're going to outgrow against certain opponents. Think about a February matchup against Gonzaga in Jeez. front of a sold-out Wells Fargo. I'm telling you, I, I, if D-Rock stays there, they can get that done. Good stuff, Mitch Holtis. They, uh, the Donaldsons keep getting it done, done at Papa John's. I did see that they've got, uh, well, it's Halloween coming up here pretty soon. That jack-o'-lantern is back. What else for specials? And talk about the Donaldsons. That's the best thing. And what's that? Uh, you know, I love my Ankeny. Papa John's. If I do a game at Iowa State or you and I, and I'm coming, that that Ankeny one by the old Ankeny High School is my spot. But I found the one near Drake now uh, for Papa John's. When I do a Drake game, uh, and I just can't wait till like the game's over, and I'm I'm going to drive back to Kansas City, but I'm going to have my Papa John's. It's like just let me. I'll have something on the radio humming. Just let me. Just let me chill here. So a good way to just therapeutic pizza is what I call it is Papa John's. And when you're doing it, you're doing something good for Iowa because of the way the Donaldsons approach it. And, yes, that jack-o'-lantern pizzas, that's uh, that's to die for, too. But uh, love those guys and gals and the folks at Papa John's. Talk to you next week, Mitch Holtis. Thanks for doing this for us. Appreciate it. Thanks, bro. Go Winnipeg Jets. Go Jets, go. Take care. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. I love how he localizes this. You he, know what? He knows us. He absolutely does. He does. Likes to talk about the Earlham Cardinals. Yeah, the small schools, the high school sports. Van Meter Bulldogs. Spent a lot of time, a lot of windshield time in the state of Iowa going to do Valley games Uh uh, throughout the winter months. Good guy. We are um, going to take our final time out. Trent's play of the day is coming up as we continue on. we got baseball, we got NBA, we've got college football. You staying away from the belt? I'm invested in Appalachian State already. I have a future of them to win the Sun Belt. They have to win this they game. They have to win tonight, yes. Listening to Kenny White, I'm probably going to dabble a little bit. But mm-hmm. it's not my 
favorite oh. pick. Well, stay day. tuned for that. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3. The American Lung Association. Do you remember the time that Michael Jordan won the first of his three-peat championships? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866 or online wolf.com. High school sports fans, having trouble finding apparel that properly highlights your fandom and school spirit? Then you should check out the Norwalk Shop, located in Norwalk, Iowa. We've been in business for over five years, supporting high schools and small businesses across the state of Iowa with affordable custom apparel. Have a small job that requires embroidery? We can do that too, and cheaper than anyone in the area with just a $12 setup fee. Check us out on Facebook or stop into 810 Main Street, Norwalk, and let us know how we can help you out. The Norwalk Shop. American Lung Association. Joined by Dr. Ethan Heisman from Elite Eye Care University Avenue in West Des Moines. I suffer from dry eyes. It's not just eye drops. There's other treatments that are out there. We have one of the newest treatments available in our office. It's called Intense Pulsed Light, or IPL. It targets the abnormal blood vessels that are the root cause of the inflammation causing dry eye. The side benefit is you don't see those blood vessels anymore. That's Elite Eye Care. 9250 University Avenue in West Des Moines. And a new location, the Eye Company. KXN. The NBA is back in a DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. The key to victory is a strong starting five. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. So make that five Washingtons. DraftKings Sportsbook customers also can get skin in the game with same-game parlays. Got NBA tonight. I've been taking a little dabble looking at that Pistons one as they face off against the Bulls. Over assists and Lonzo Ball. You can throw that together with the Bulls to win straight up. Maybe a total. That's what you do. Just add a bunch of legs and you can win more money when you do that. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KXNO. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game. And if they do, $200 in free bets will be yours if they win. Use the promo code KXNO this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call one 800 Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day. Presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes here on a Wednesday. Circus Sports sponsors Trent's play of the day. Well, you teased it. You do like something more than you like some of the other games. What is, would you call this a five star? <laughs> five stars have got me in trouble in past, as we've seen with my best bets on a weekly basis That's on Fridays. Yeah. I have not been able to find my favorite winner of the week. This one, though, has just jumped out. And we were talking to David Kaplan I started to do a little investigative work last night in the NBA as I was watching the Warriors and Lakers and as that thing was wrapping up. Started to dig, or, dig a little deeper into the NBA. And I really do like this Bulls team. Health, as Cappy said, mm-hmm. is imperative. They, they are not overly deep. But just think of that backcourt. Lonzo Ball, how good he is with the basketball, yep. just getting guys involved. DeMar DeRozan, one of the more underrated mm-hmm. players in the game. And Zach Levine. Dude is just an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. They got Vukasic inside, big time score, just a big body in there that can do a lot of things. 
don't love the forwards, but overall, this team, in today's basketball, I think they're good. And the Pistons, I know excitement, Cunningham, game one for him. No, he's not going to play, I thought. And he's Yeah, and he, right. he got that component to it. And the number's only five? What am I missing here? And and I probably am because I don't know the NBA as deep as I do some other sports. But it doesn't, it's not going to stop you Well, no, betting. I'm firing <laughs> two-handed here. They, we're going after it. Lay the five with the Bulls tonight. I... I must be missing something. I have to be because it seems like a lock. Hmm. Garza going to play? How many I minutes? Hope so. I do too. I kind of Tyler do. Cook also on the Bulls roster. I don't know if he's part of if he made the I official don't think he, well, I don't know for right, sure. Right. How that plays out and, you know, does it turn into a two-way or anything like that, but yeah, possibility maybe seeing a couple of Hawkeyes tonight. But with baseball and how good it's been, mm-hmm. going to be difficult until we get to late night probably for me to get much NBA. Don't know how much of the Bulls and Pistons I'll watch, but it's going to be part of the rotation at the very least. Here at the uh, Astros, Red Sox. Who wins? Astros. Dodgers, Bravos. Do you see the price on the Dodgers? I'm sure it's huge. What is it? Minus 220. Jeez. Is what it a bullpen it? day for the Braves? It is. Uh, yeah, it Against like your it's eyes. 2-2. Right. 2-2. All the momentum back mm-hmm. on the Dodgers side of things. Mm-hmm. One that they got. Maybe they shouldn't, but here they are. Feels like that momentum is building. And going back-to-back, just how difficult that is as we see year after year. It doesn't matter the sport, how difficult it is to go back-to-back. And the Dodgers with the win would be on the precipice of getting back to the World Series. October baseball, it's a blast. And there's a couple more games. This is probably the last day with two games? Yeah, I think so. Uh, With multiple games on the same day? Well, Saturday... Possibility a game six and a game seven. Yeah. We need it. And it's an football. awful day in college football. It is. And you told me about Sunday and I looked. It's terrible. Get that pumpkin picking. <laughs> That's what's on your plans. Gotcha. Uh, Murph and Andy, a lot of folks have those guys as they're part of their plans in an hour and five minutes. The Fanatics and Three Hawks Central tonight at six. See you tomorrow on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM.